Hello, good day to you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, <laughs> depending on whenever you are listening to this um, podcast. So, how are you? How are you doing? So, how's your day? Hope you're fine. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes, I'm doing well too. I'm doing pretty well today. I thank God for life. I thank God for, you know, for this beautiful day. Yeah, this is right summer podcast channel again and as you all know the place where the lord has decided to beautify her life her work and alignment to purpose and it gets no doubt more and more all right so quickly without wasting time we are still talking about this this brother joseph man this guy he has a lot of issues that as i begin to study him daily i just begin to ravel them and i was like oh my god so this man is so loaded like this that i didn't even know <laughs> just like what jacob said i said god was here and i did not know mm. Mm. right so the last time we talked about how just to, you know it was faced with um temptations and challenges and how he respected god above the you know the advantages of of submitting to that temptation and how that led him into the prison quickly today we'll be talking about the life of joseph in the prison of course and you know the responsibilities that was committed into his end and how he was able to manage them well even despite being in the prison when you look at your um genesis chapter 40 we talk it's definitely about you know and it came to pass after these things that the butler of the king of Egypt and his baker had offended the Lord the King. Those guys, man, <laughs> they offended the king. And the king was just giving them any uh, send them to prison. <laughs> they got there and then Joseph was also there. Now, if you look at the previous verse, the the um the keeper in charge of the prison saw that the Lord was with Joseph. You know, we established some facts that the presence of the Lord makes the difference. So this man again saw that the presence of the Lord was Joseph and he committed everything into the care of Joseph. If you look at the trend of things and you look at the, the aftermath of everything when the king of Egypt committed all everything into the hands of Joseph, you will see that Joseph could have settled for the previous things of, you know, Things being committed into his hands. But this guy kept it, you know, he kept praising. He kept praising because he understood that all these things were only a shadow of the things. They were only shadows of the things to come, of the main thing to come. And then the keeper committed everything into his hand and he did not even bother to shake everything. He did not even bother to, you know, to, to stay on Joseph's neck and just make sure that Joseph did the right thing because he knew that the Lord was a thing. And then wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is perfection. Aside liberty, there is also perfection. So this time around, the butler and the you know the butler, the butler and the baker, they had dreams together on the same day. The adrenaline together, and then you know, one thing I want you to understand here I've not discovered this aspect of Joseph also that he, he cared for everything under his care. Now, know what I say, he cared for everything under his care. There are so many people that the Lord has given you, whether you like it or not, those men were committed 
into Joseph's care. And Joseph knew everything about them. That he even knew to the point that if they were not happy, he could easily descend. Now, let us take a pause and ask ourselves, those people that the Lord has committed into your case, huh? How well are you noticing them? How well are you concerned about them? How well can God tell you what is wrong with them? And you will be listening. You know, there was a time I was just, I was, I was in my room and I was just lying down and I felt it in my spirit to call up a sister and pray for her. And you know, this sister, it has been a while we spoke and you know, I just feel that she has been drawn away from me and then I just want to keep my distance. But the Lord told me to call her and I called her on phone. It was very late in the night. I called her, we spoke together and then she was just telling me some things. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even know that this particular sister is passing through a lot of things. I prayed with her on phone. I encouraged her, and she was fine. It was as if she was ex- she was waiting for that call. What if I didn't make that call? What if I I I didn't you know listen to the spirit? Okay, we can say that one is even you know that one is far away on phone and likes. What are even the people around you? How well are you you know? How well are you familiar with them? Familiar with them? How well do you know them? How well are you concerned about the well-being? That is what Joseph did. It was like, ah, she thought, like, why are you like this? You're frowning, you're not smiling, what is wrong with you? That is a man in the same situation as a, a man also in prison. Even despite the fact that he was in prison, he still cared. He still cared. That is a very beautiful attribute. That even despite your conditions, you are still able to lift the spirit of others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that is what happened. You are still able to lift the spirit of others. And then, you know, they were like, nothing is wrong with all that. And just, no, you can't see nothing is wrong with you. Look at you, you're not feeling, you're not feeling fine. You are not even smiling. You've been sitting down in this position for a very long time. Come on now, tell me, uh-uh, tell me now. You can't hide things from me. And then they opened up to him. They opened up to him. And then the both of them they had dreams. They had dreams and they told Joseph. They told Joseph. When you look at Genesis chapter 40, verse 6, and Joseph came unto them in the morning and looked upon them, and behold, they were sad. And then he asked them, Ah, why are you just sad today now? He noticed that there was a difference. This guy, maybe they were they they were extremely unhappy. Why are you why are you sad today? That is the spirit of the sun mates. You are able your ability to be able to discern. Your ability to be able to know what is wrong, even with the people that the Lord has placed in your care. How well are you caring for them? Look at what Jesus Christ told in one of the disciples. Do you love me more than all this? He asked the way and said, if truly you love me more than all this, the care, feed my sheep, feed them, feed them. That even while feeding the sheep, you are able to know that one of the sheep is not eating. You are able to know that one of those with the Lord has placed into your care is not functioning well. And you are able to, you know, do something and just, you know, swerve into action and do things. And do things. And then he says to them, okay, he asked him, why are you looking so sad? He told him that he said, ah, we have a dream. And then 
He says, don't worry, don't all the interpretation of dream belongs to God. Tell me. And he's telling them that you it is it is well certain that this God is with me. So in as much as interpretations belong to God, God will tell me what your dream meant. And then he said, Don't worry, just open up and tell me. So the first man, the first guy told um Joseph, the the, the butler told Joseph his dream. He said in my dream there was a vine vim for me. He just narrated said the old dream. And then Joseph. You know, after narrating the whole dream to Joseph, Joseph could have as well kept quiet, even though he knew the interpretation of the dream, even though he knew that the dream that this man had is a dream of liberation, is a dream that is going to take him out of prison. That that dream that this man had is a very good dream. He could have just said, he could have even despite that he has a solution, you know, he can tell the man what is going to lift the spirit. He could as well, you know, held back and decide not to say anything. That is another lesson to learn. You know, most of us, even while still in some kind of situation, you see people that are prospering. How well are you celebrating them? How well are you lifting up the spirits? How well are you making them to know that it will soon be over? The spirit of jealousy wasn't in him. Because if it was there, it could have just, you know. And, you know, words are powerful. Words have ways of lifting our spirit. Words have ways of killing the soul. And what Joseph did here was that he told him the truth. And the truth was able to revive the spirit of the man. I knew that ever since Joseph gave this man the interpretation, he would have been doing the counts down. In fact, the excitement on his face, he would have been doing the countdown. Well, peradventure, he may not believe Joseph fully, but still, there's still a spark of hope. That's definitely okay, even if it is 50 50, but there was still a spark of hope that, ah, this is a very good dream. And then Joseph did what he spoke word into the life of the man, and the, 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 the hope of the man was reignited. How well can you speak positive into the life of people? How well can you celebrate people? How well can you can, can you celebrate the, the, the dream of people, the liberty of others? How well can you celebrate the success of others? Jealousy is a great disease. It eats you up. And for Russia, if Joseph did not tell these guys their dream, the interpretation of the dream, maybe all of them would have just be dead. In fact, assuming that Joseph told this man, you know, the opposite of the dream, and Joseph said, it is better for you to just kill yourself before the king kill you. See, the king is going to kill you. Let's assume that that was what he told the butler. The king is, it is better you kill yourself before the king kill you. Ha. Just kill yourself and just end everything. The man would not be able to live to see the day of his liberation. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. I want you to take notes of that. Words are powerful. And look at the other aspect of, you know, the interpretation of the, of the secondary. For the second dreamer, he said, that one also said, oh, I have my dream. And this, this, the baker. And then, Joseph, he, he got the understanding of this second dream. And... He knew that, no, this is a powerful one. How, how, I, how, how will I summon up the courage and tell this man that he's going to die? How will I tell him? 
But he knew that that is the interpretation of that dream. And he told him. He told him. He told him also. You know, irregardless of the news, irregardless of, of what it is. He <laughs> did. That was another situation. That is a big situation in him. He speak the truth. He spoke the truth rather as I was even irregardless of of the kind of situation. He did not even man he, he, he did not even manipulate anything. He did tell the truth. And then you know he told them he says, okay, having 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 interpreted the dream to you now. I want you to, you know, remember me when you get to Pharaoh. Just make sure you remember me and the likes. Because he knew. He was certain of his words. That is another thing. This is a man that knew that he spoke even, he spoke the words of the Lord. And he was certain of whatever came out from his mouth. He was very, very certain. He didn't doubt the words of God. He did not. He did not. A man that spoke the word of God with power and this confidence and authority. And then, you know, later on, we, we discovered that the cup bearer forgot Joseph. That was because the time of Joseph wasn't there. And when it was time for Joseph, when it was time for him, circumstances couldn't hold him back. Mm-mm. The prison couldn't hold him back. This is a man that has developed the gift of God upon his life. That gift that the Lord has given you. How well are you developing it? Because whether you like it or not, the day of manifestation is coming. The world is waiting endlessly for your manifestations. And by the time, you know, by the time you should manifest, do you have something to actually manifest? Do you? Whether you like it or not, the day of manifestation will always come. But it depends on how prepared are you. If Joseph has not, you know, allowed the gift of God to find expression to him. If Joseph has not been cultivating the, the, the presence of God, has not been cultivating what the, the, the habit of taking in, soaking in, living in the presence of God. Will he be able to interpret the king's dream? Will he even be able to profess solution? The spirit of wisdom came upon him. That is because he is—he was a man of the presence, a man that's continually stayed in the presence of the Lord, a man that has been that has been that has been soaking himself in the realities of who God is, and then that paved way for him. That even when he was needed, desperately needed, he manifested. It says, "Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you." It says, "See, darkness is going to cover the heads, gross darkness, but you, as a light, you need to arise." But what if you've not been sitting down in the sacred place of the Most High? What if, what if you've not been abiding under the shadow of the Almighty? When it is time for you to shine, will you be able to shine? That is the question. That is the takeaway question for you. Will you be able to shine? God bless you. Make sure you enjoy your day. Make sure you enjoy your day. And I can't wait to, you know, 
have you back here i love you so much i really do love you god bless you thank you for always listening thank you for always listening i'm so so happy so so happy i love you